hardest, man. Detroit versus everybody, man. Detroit, we rep the hardest, man. We gain the hardest. You know what? You know what it is, man. Detroit, CJ, holla at your boy when we get home. Most exciting man in boxing. Man in boxing, led the flare cops. Shout out to Goodfella Sports TV. Yo, this is Deontay DeBron from a while, the WBC heavyweight champion of the world. And I'd like to give a big shout out to CJ Goodfella Sports TV. Bomb squad, baby. Man, Hey, Carrera, quiero mandar un saludo a mi amigo Goodfella de parte de tu amigo Jaime Munguía. Un abrazo, Carrera. Ánimo. Hey you, yeah, I'm talking to you. You right there watching this video, waiting for this live stream to start, or just watching the membership video, man, and why you should join the membership. Let's talk about it real quick, expeditiously. Um, we got the three levels, you got the rookie level, you got loyalty badges, you got custom emoji badges, and you have members on the live stream. As we get more people flowing in uh, to join the membership, I have members only live chat. That means everybody can see the video. They want to see the video, but only members will be able to check. That's three dollars a rookie. Dog star, you get personal shout outs before the videos, maybe after the video, mostly likely before the videos. Um, you give a priority to reply in the chat. Uh, so as soon as I see you, I reply before anybody else. Get early access to pretty much all my non-boxing videos. Um, there, ten dollars a month. Then we got the boxing pound for pound superstar for all my boxing boys and, and gals out there. Get early access to prediction and most of our boxing content, virtual video collaborations, and open debate. So, you know, if you want to pre record or go live and debate me for a whole video, you got you. you got early access to new videos, some of the videos in the All Stars World, too, and priority reply in the comments. So, I see in the comments you get priority reply. No, instantly that's twenty dollars a month. So, uh, let me know what you guys do, what you think. Don't have a Patreon no more, so here's where you're going to get some of that exclusive content I used to have on the Patreon. Peace. All right, man, let's talk about when it's been a lot of talk. You know, Mike Tyson got the internet rocking, man. Um, the interview he did with Jamil, with Jamal Charlo, excuse me, Big Charlo. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, I see a lot of people on Twitter. I ain't calling nobody out. I ain't disagreeing or disrespecting and trying to sneak this nobody. Talking about, you know, uh, you hear people saying, well, B-side fighters don't call out A-side fighters. And uh, and Jamal talking about that's not how we call out fighters no more. We don't, you know, how Mike was telling how Roberto Duran had disrespected uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. And, you know, it's a lot of talk going around now about from these new age boxing fans who love boxing say how to call out, how to call out the opposition. Right. And. Like I said before, people say, well, you know, and then you got people who come from the train of thought of Deshaun, I'm not, excuse me, I seen Zach, I seen a comment about Deshaun Watson, he gone, he went to the Cleveland, about uh, people talking, you know, talking about how uh, with Terrence Crawford, how Crawford said, you know, Andre Ward was asking for him, I'm not blind, here we go, I think the dog's becoming here, but talking about how, you know, how somebody should be calling now and how, you know, Crawford was saying how he don't want people, you know, the corporate people, I leave it like that. When he turned his back, saying that he had he acting like a nigga or whatever situation may be, they gonna say that regardless. I can guarantee you that. With them, with all black fighters, no matter how you carry yourself, you carry yourself with class, you carry yourself with confidence, you carry yourself like the stereotypical Negro. How they stereotype us. It don't matter how you'll carry yourself. Andre Ward carry yourself in a very, very uh, professional manner, and guarantee you, they still call him a nigga. 
We got that Anejo. What a word flame on. They got that Patron Anejo. They still call him a nigga. Regardless how you call how you carry yourself. No, regardless if you had an agreement or disagreement with somebody, still gonna call you a nigga, right? And we have people talking about how how call outs work, right? And you, you get this from a lot of people who ain't been in watching boxing for for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Talking about, you know, you know, Jamal said, well, it ain't like that no more, Mike. It ain't like that no more. It, it, it's still like that, right? Y'all just don't have no no personality. I mean, if you watch, if y'all you really patting yourself at the Floyd Mayweather, what you think Floyd Mayweather was doing when he was dogging Oscar De La Hoya? A lot of people just remember him dogging Oscar De La Hoya. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people just remember him dogging Oscar De La Hoya in 24/7. He was calling out, he was calling out Oscar De La Hoya. He was calling on Oscar De La Hoya for years since he was at 135 pounds. He'd tell you himself. Dog in De La Hoya. When De La Hoya went to go try went to go uh when De La Hoya went to go uh when De La Hoya went out there to go get his daddy as his trainer, he dogged him for getting his daddy as trainer. He said he wanted to fight like him. These dudes just don't, they content. They content. They content, and you know, and this go for Terrence Crawford too. Like I said, I don't, I don't play. Uh, I play. I try to be as consistent as possible, bro. Right? This, this, this fight right here, right? Roberto Duran. This is like the fight that Tyson was talking about as an example. This is I ain't gonna be on long. I'm planning on being on long, but hey, you know how I go. This is a fight that he was talking about when he's Duran say, "Suck this." this. I wish I could use the audio from the 30 for 30. Sugar Ray Leonard's wife said, his ex-wife at the time, his wife, said that Roberto Duran, he was scared of Roberto Duran. Why was he scared of Roberto Duran? He wasn't scared of Roberto Duran because, you know, what he's seen in the ring. You know what I'm saying? It's a little fact. That's an un, a fictional thing about Duran. He jumped up from 4 to 35 and fought Sugar Ray Leonard. He had already been fighting north of, he already technically had been fighting welterweight. I think it was some weights in there at 144. This, that, and the third. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, but what he really psyched Sugar Ray Leonard out, he was talking about how he's gonna do something to his wife, you know. He, you know what I'm saying? How you know his wife can suck his whoop de whoop. And his wife said that she really believed that Sugar Ray Leonard was scared of Roberto Duran. And what he was doing was he wasn't just selling the fight, he was psyching Sugar Ray Leonard out to sit there and bang with him. That's what happened. He wanted Sugar Ray Leonard to sit there and bang with him, which he did. And that's the best Sugar Ray Leonard fight that I've seen. That's the fight that made me a fan of Sugar Ray Leonard. When he sat there and he banged with Roberto Duran, and you can make a case that nigga won the fight, honestly. You can make a case. But most people just really lean hard to Roberto Duran because Sugar Ray Leonard fought his fight. In the second fight, Sugar Ray Leonard went out there and he, he abused him. People said, well, sure, Roberto Duran blew up, and he he made sure the fight was a quick turnaround, this, that, and the third. Well, you know, Sugar Ray Leonard is the king of uh, – he's the king of stipulations. He's the king of uh, five motherfuckers at the right time, right? He's the king of that, right? He, 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 he's the first golden child in boxing. He's the first golden boy in boxing. All this stuff you hear Canelo doing, this is, this is the root of that evil. All that stuff Floyd was doing, it's the root of that evil. He came into boxing – with that, but at the same time, 
This dude had put Thomas Hearns, Rafredo Benitez on his resume. And Rafredo Benitez is the youngest heavy, uh, youngest world champion in boxing history. You know, all before he was 30 fucking years old. He fought them all young. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he didn't sit out here and just, you know, bull job. But everything that was said and everything, you know, Duran was called a quitter, whoop-de-whoop, and everything he said about the man, wife, and this, that, and the third, bro. At the end of the day, it's, 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 it's showmanship, and he was psyching them out. At the end of the day, this is the result. This is the result. It's, 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 it's entertainment. It's only entertainment. It's entertainment. That's what this is. It's entertainment, bro. That's all it is. You know, Crawford said, oh, see, I don't be seen as a nigga. And Jamal, somebody don't work that way no more. That's bull jive. Y'all remember when Eric Slondi Lara took the mic away from uh, Canelo Alvarez? Hold on. Um, you don't remember that, bro? Like, like I said before, we could tell we have premature boxing fans, bro. Because this wasn't that long ago. This was 2014. March 8th, 2014. That was not that long ago. And what happened right here? was Laura wanted to fight with Canelo Alvarez. And Laura went up there in front of all the media members and called out Canelo Alvarez. What did Canelo Alvarez turn around and do? He had to fight him because he was embarrassed. Why do you think Canelo don't let, didn't let Demetrius Andrade get up there on that stage? Why do you think the Charlos ain't crashed the Canelo Alvarez press conference? I'm gonna, he got the damn green berets for protect him on that stage. Why do you think people don't why you think people don't allow people in the ring no more to call them out unless it was already pre-planned? This is the reason why. This is the reason why. Well, Aries Lonnie Lara went up there and gorilla checked Canelo. He wasn't on Canelo radar, but uh, hold on. SJ Fitch 101, salute. Black XOB was appreciated. Gunzinger Zach, I know you heard the shine ain't coming, but hey, he ain't coming to Detroit. He the shine, salute. He said, man, sold out a whole state of Georgia for Hey, man, they, Atlanta ain't got nobody, bro. Who y'all got other than, than uh, y'all even got Kyle Rudy, Kyle Pitts, nobody. Tumba salute. You know, this is Francisco. What's going on? This is what happened. This is why this is why Arizona Lara got the fight. Canelo didn't pick Arizona Lara. You know what I'm saying? Canelo didn't pick Arizona Lara. I'm telling you the truth. People talking about, well, it ain't done like that no more. Man, nigga, if I gotta follow you, if I gotta follow you into the damn bathroom store to call you out, if I gotta disrespect you while you are with your wife and kids, it's a business. But the thing about it is it's the entertainment business. That's what it is. It's the entertainment business. And less than four months later, uh, Eris Lonnie Lara got that fight. Canelo is a man, too. All these dudes, even females that, that are athletes that compete, they all have pride. If he didn't go up there and take the mic and, and gorilla check Canelo in front of all the reporters, Eris Lonnie Lara would not be on Canelo's resume. He would not. He would say, well, he got better versus Floyd. No, the fight. No, he didn't. Two fights later, you know, less than a year later, he still got schooled by Lara. He didn't get better. He just, his matchmaking got better. So, you know, Jamal Charlo talking about it ain't done like that no more, bro. If I got to chastise you, if I got to, yeah, he obviously had to stay with Chris Rock when he won the second debate with the other president-elect and he followed him everywhere around. And then Laura turned around and fought the dude he fought that night. And then Google, I think, after that, maybe before that, I don't remember. 
He took the mic away from Canelo. He went up there like, man, nigga, I want to fight. You know what I'm saying? And Canelo fought him, what, four months later? So don't tell me, Jamal Charlo, don't tell me that this ain't how it's done no more. If y'all really wanted to fight Canelo back then, you could do exactly what Arizona Lara did. He went up there and he fought his ass off four months later. He went up there and said, man, shit, what's going on? Just as Terrence Crawford can do to Earl Spence, just as Jamal Charlo can, if he got to follow Canelo, wherever Canelo went, if he at the restaurant, just as Shannon Briggs did, just as Mr. T did in Rocky, that's a real thing. At the end of the day, it's if you got to embarrass you, that's why I, I got to embarrass you to feed my family. And all these dudes walking around lax. Everybody is lax because everybody is getting a good amount of money. But only the truly ambitious, you know, want it. Sean Porter at some point had to step out his scope of support and try to be Randy Macho Man Savage. He came in there. He called out Danny Garcia. One, I think with Danny Garcia, he wanted his fight. Then he called out Danny Garcia in the ring, jumped in the ring, called him out. Errol Spence jumped in the ring, called Sean Porter out. So don't tell me, Jamal Charlo, and don't disrespect Mike like that and say it's not done like that no more. That's a crock of hogwash. Don't tell me it's not done like that no more. We have recent events of guys doing this. Recent events. Earl Spence just jumped up in the ring and, and called out Sean said, I want your belt. He said, I want your belt. All this shit is scripted like WWE, but the only thing we're not getting from WWE and, and, and a lot of these fights, it's already, already predetermined. It's, all, it's already predetermined. Tell me I'm wrong. It's already predetermined, bro. A lot of these, a lot of these fights are already predetermined, bro. Hold on. Oh, these will play. Hold on. Give me one second. Hold on. All this shit is predetermined, bro. One second. Hold on. All this is predetermined, bro. Sean Porter to fight another title eliminator. And that won't be the fight, none other than a cherry picker himself, Danny Garcia. There you go. There you go. What I say to you, Danny Garcia, let's get it on. So, like I said before, don't tell me it's not it's not done like that anymore. Don't tell me. Don't don't lie to me. I'm out here sweating bullets. That Patron is. I did something special to it too. So don't tell me it's it's not done like that no more. Don't tell me that's not your that always to be traditional in boxing. 
That's why y'all numbers ain't doing what they posed to do. These boxers need to use their intermittent T and call out the A side. If you need to be making all this money, stalk them. And she stopped firing bums. And after another, after the fight, I will show you your wife what a real man is. Facts. Bring back boxer personalities. Facts. So these ninjas act like they never watched WWE. Johnson salute. He said, Francisco said the problem is these new age boxers are business businessmen. The passion to be the best is gone. He continues, Sean Porter looks like a WWE. He, and that's fine, bro. Sean Porter stepped out of his cope of support. You know what I'm saying? And he went to and started chastising and got at Danny Garcia. That's what it's about, bro. That's what it's about. Show me that you want it. And with Terrence Crawford, he not showing me that he want it, bro. You know, he, he not showing me that he completely want it. Tell me I'm wrong. If he want it, I don't care about all that. You know, they calling you a nigga regardless, bro. That's what they call you. They call you a nigga regardless. Think about that for a minute. You accuse Bob Barham of being a racist, bro. As soon as you turn your back, as soon as your sisters and mama, y'all entourage turn y'all back, he call y'all a nigga. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Just as Earl Spence got up in that ring and confronted Danny Gar confronted uh Sean Porter. Come on. He know how to get in that ring and confront uh, Terrence Crawford. He know what Terrence Crawford Jim at. Jamal talking about fighters don't fighters don't call each other out no more. Crock of hogwash. That's what it is. A crock of hogwash. Two mean fighters don't call each other out no more. What you mean I can't G check you? Like I said, Roberto Ricardo Mallorca grabbed Shane Mosley wife ass. Think about that for a minute. Whoever, whoever Shane, whoever that girl Shane was with, he grabbed her ass, bro. He did. He did. He grabbed her ass, whoever he was with. That's how you sell a fight. Larry Holmes drop kicked Trevor Burby, bro. Real spill. He grabbed his he grabbed his wife ass. Imagine that publicity today. Kofi Universe salute. He said, smash the like button, share a video on all content. <laughs> share, please share content on all social media platforms. Peace to everyone in the chat. Let's wrap the Kofi Universe for the latest and the greatest. Hip-hop news. He grabbed her ass. Larry Holmes drop-kicked the nigga, bro. Y'all think I'm lying. He drop-kicked Trevor Burby. Hold on. Man, he drop-kicked Burby with all these people on social media, bro. He drop-kicked them. He drop-kicked them at the press conference. Um, he drop kicked this man. Imagine somebody jumping off a car and drop kicking somebody, bro. 
is he jumped off the car and drop kicked Trevor Burbage. Come on, y'all, bruh, believe me, bro. Believe me, bro. And these, these new age boxing fans don't know nothing about. He talking, whoop, whoop, look at Larry Holmes. Drop kicked him. Swan time bomb, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> he drop kicked Trevor Barbic off a car. Are you not entertained? He was, whoa, whoa, whoa. Larry Holmes came and drop kicked the nigga off the car. You ain't getting that, man. Imagine that nigga happen today, bro. That should have a trillion hits, bro. He have a trillion hits. I'm going to be big man, biggest thing smoking. When they when they fit, when they when they know how to call people out, get in the ring and confront people, bro. They fooling y'all. They know how to confront people, bro. They know how to get what they want. Come on, Tyson Fury in here talking cash money. Cash money, bro. And it's just not to sell a fight. It's psychological war warfare. Get your opponent uncomfortable. Man, is he really that good? Look how Blair, Car Blair Flair talking shit. Shit, I think Alexis Rocha might go out there and knock him out tomorrow. But people now, people talking about Blair the Flair Cobb. People never heard about him prior to this week. Now he's the topic of conversation. Come on. Talk about, oh, it ain't done like that no more. And they get out of here. All these niggas, the amateur system, all these niggas is friends now. They talking to each other on the phone, laughing, kiki-kiing and shit. These niggas too friendly is what it is. And then they get in the and then they get in the ring and niggas don't fight with passion no more. Come on, Eric, come on, Errol Spitz just did it. Why you can't pull up on Crawford? Why the fuck he running out the arena? Come on, he knew how to walk up on Manny Pacquiao. If I'm Terrence Crawford, man, I might pick his kids up and take their ass to McDonald's. What you gonna do about it? I bet that nigga send that contract then. Now, then again, you got niggas like Gary Russell putting their arms around PBC uh, niggas' fathers and they ain't doing nothing about it. And, and I ain't even just talking about sending contract. <laughs> Come on. My man, boy, shit, that nigga might have been six feet deep. And his, his excuse was, well, you know, he didn't know what my daddy, who my, he didn't know who he was. Well, shit, you know who he was, shit. Whatever they got to do to make that fight happen, make it happen. If not, it's going to happen outside the ring. These niggas don't even have a principle to stand on. They don't have any power to stand on. Come on, imagine you put your arm around motherfucker Mike Tyson's mom or his, his mom or his wife or his daddy or something like that. Or somebody of endearment that he loved. Imagine you did that dumbass shit. He fought Mitch Green in the street. He fought Mitch Green in the street. And had to really put him down, bro. Mitch Green was, ta was, was taking it. He had a whole improv stand-up about it. Come on. Come on. And Charlo talking about, well, it ain't done like that no more. It's always been done like this. 
And Terrence Crawford waiting for a fucking little birdie to fly sit on his lap and give him a fight. Talking about him, he don't want to do that to another black person. I'm like, this fake black code is just crazy to me, bro. Because that's exactly what it is. It's a fake black. Ain't no black code. Believe me. Ain't no black code. You know? Now everybody want to have a code and nigga, Terrence Crawford can be shitting at in and out Burger or Whataburger. I'm going to be right there kicking the stall in, nigga, when you fight. You know what I'm saying? At least Deontay Wilder tried. He tried. I got to respect that. Wilder is a total, today, Wilder at least tried to be the total entertainment package. He can, you know, he can knock you out. You know what I'm saying? He at least tried to talk trash. You know what I'm saying? What else you want? What else you want from what else you want? Knockouts and he trying to talk. Come on. Are you not entertained? Come on. This nigga don't even attempt they when they do it, it's versus less opposition. And Terrence Crawford deserves some fought. If you really want something, he from the hood, he know how to go get it. Nigga kicked in his mama house and robbed his mama house. I guarantee you that man nigga gonna find out who do it. I don't need no private investigator. Somebody broke into and stole Kodak Black Mama stuff. He rounded them niggas up and made them come back, bring the shit and apologize. Come on. I respect that. The nigga, the man niggas rob Errol Spence mama, that nigga just buy her some more stuff. Won't even care. No integrity, no pride, no masculinity left in the tank. Come on. Come on. This nigga knocked out Sean Porter. That nigga left and excuse was, well, he, he didn't like to stop. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Derek Dane's got to talk for you. He barely can talk. CJ, I haven't been alive in a while. I'm in the Navy now. Oh, shout out to you being in the Navy, bro. Hopefully everything's safe. We're going to make it that money. Better leave that liquor alone. Say, so this is the Eric Cotton Candy Box. Sure. No, no, nothing. They want the fight to come to them. That's what they want. They want the fight to come sit right on their lap and on that third and then, like 80% of the fights, when they are made, they don't even deliver to expectations, bro. And when they do deliver, when these, a lot of these fights do deliver expectations, when they fight, when most of them are fights like, like Brian Casales and Charlo, man, it might really give Casales a real chance, bro. And nobody really give him a real chance. When they are delivered, they ain't really built up. They're the fights where, where you don't really see it being a great fight. You know what I'm saying? Everybody thought Sean, Errol Spence was going to knock Sean Porter out. It turned into a modern-day classic for this era. Imagine if they really would have really started really like digging into each other and start talking shit. It's all love at the end of the day. Unless you get too personal like Adrian Broner did with Sean Porter and Kenny Porter. It's all love. You get too personal, so be it, nigga. The checks are bigger. These, these dudes really don't want to fight. You feel keeping it real? Always. These niggas don't want to fight, bro. Crawford really, really wanted to fight this nigga, bro. Bro. Bro, I be at this nigga kid's school. I be outside his gym. You a pussy. You, a, you all types of stuff, bro. I ain't gonna just sit in the ocean 
and, and, and send a warning shot and then five years later, you know, you're going to be looking down the line 10, 20 years later, what could have been? That's going to be this year. All the great fights that could have been. Every year I have fights like, damn, you know, what if they would have fought? You know what I'm saying? Every year I have fights like that. But this, this whole era going to be fantasy fights. I guarantee you, this whole era going to be fantasy fights. We all grew up in, if you grew up in the hood, you all grew up talking shit, playing. Even the weakest, nerdiest, ugliest nigga woke up talking shit. Come on. They just sitting here hoping the right thing happens. Sound like a religion going forward. Oh, God, just going to get me through this. Man, you got to make it happen. You got to put action into play. You got to be hungry to want to go get that. And these niggas ain't hungry, bro. These niggas just, they making a little bit of money, but it's nothing compared to Ray Leonard and Mike Tyson and Holyfield and what they made back in the day. Without inflation, he's making $10 million on NBC. If NBC can find $10 million in 1985, 4, 6, 7, well, they can't find $10 million today because y'all niggas boring. Y'all want, want top money for fighting Leonard Bundu and fucking Josito Lopez. Come on. L. Boogie said, Derrick Jones, you see Derrick James and Spence and Porter did seven. Man, ain't did no damn 700,000 pay per view buys. You believe that, you smoking crack. They got to be like Shannon Briggs or something like Shannon Briggs. You know what I'm saying? They scared of this happening to their ass. I don't have to explain this if you know what this is. I think Sugar Ray Leonard brought Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Pryor, one of my, my favorite fighter of all time. Act when I was going back actively when I was growing up, it was uh, Sugar Ray. It was Ray. It was Roy Jones Jr. and Floyd Mayweather. He brought him here, and Aaron Pryor thinking that he about to uh, get a fight with Sugar Ray Leonard, and Leonard hold his ass. Right? Leonard was a mofo. Leonard was a mofo. You talking about Canelo Alvarez, man? Ain't no other golden child had nothing on Leonard. Maybe Julio Cesar Chavez, because they were racing these losses and stuff like that. But Ray Leonard was a motherfucker. He was the first one to start the golden child. And had he beat Hector Camacho, they was going to serve him up to the new golden child, Oscar De La Hoya. Thank God Hector Camacho beat him. He brought that man up here. Man, Aaron Pryor stopped. You can watch this on, 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 on YouTube. Aaron Pryor stopped Thomas Hearns in the amateurs. Aaron Pryor is one of the baddest, machoest men that ever walked the planet, period. Period. None of these guys today can beat Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Pryor, excuse me. None of these guys today can beat Aaron Pryor. None of them. Anywhere around his weight, dark man, he would eat the lightweight division's lunch. And so would Alexis Agrayo. And Sugar Ray Leonard knew it. The dude, Thomas Hearns, who was a better fighter at the time when he became a professional, the dude that, that gave him a detached retina, allegedly, the dude that gave him hell in the ring, this dude stopped him in the amateurs. Three or four round fight. Stopped him. Had the nigga hanging out the ropes. Love Tommy Hearns. He knew he didn't want nothing, none of Aaron Pryor. 
He wanted the regions with Floyd Mayweather, James Tony, and a host of other great fighters. Where the Midwest produced the best fighters of all time, the best fighters too. UFC, a few niggas from uh, you, uh, in, uh, from the Midwest. The kid, the white boy that was heavyweight champion in UFC for a minute, that got knocked out by uh, DC and came back and uh, beat him. He from Cleveland. You know what I'm saying, bro? Trigger Ray Leonard was man. You asked Blood to do a video. Ask Blood Boxing to do a documentary or a whole stream on Sugar Ray Leonard. Y'all talking about Canelo? He he got sued by Don Curry because he finessed Donald Curry, I believe, out of the Marvin Hagler fight. And Donald Curry won the lawsuit. Sugar Ray Leonard, it ain't man. Canelo man. Canelo might have Sugar Ray Leonard beat because he be fixing fights allegedly. Before they happen, I wish I could tell y'all, but I could tell y'all. I'll be keeping quiet. Roy Jones said Bud did pull up to Spence's house. Oh, damn. It's crazy. Crazy. Shit. That nigga probably said, I ain't here. Bryce, salute. You better be doing your homework, nigga. <laughs> I want to support the channel. Cash up. Dollar sign. CJ Good. 313. Tosca Delahoy versus Ray Leonard would have been. Yeah. And he would have transferred. Well, Delahoy became the golden boy regardless. Never probably beat the brakes off Tommy Hart. Man, that nigga was a different animal. Midwest got the best athletes from first from this first experience. His first experience. Oh yeah, LeBron James from here too. You know, but yeah, man, these niggas acting like bro, they scared to call people out, bro. Nigga, if I really want, if I'm if I'm Terrence Crawford, I'm a I'm a I'm I'm a, he's a first hand. I'm a really I'm a really put this out here. If I'm Terrence Crawford, bro. And I really wanted to put the cherry on top of my career, bro. I ain't leaving it to no negotiation table. I will show up at any gym tomorrow. Remember Tank showed up at Ryan Garcia gym to spar, and they told him that his parents, Ryan Garcia parents, told him he couldn't spar. It was a very good interview on Ryan Garcia today at ES News. Go check that out. Remember that, man? Oh, he don't, I'm going to say this, bro. He, unless that fight already made, he want that fight to fall in his lap, bro. And that's the God honest truth, bro. And it's not going to happen like that. You have to touch a coward's pride. Hey, Terrence Crawford ain't doing enough to make that fight. He not. And you heard me say that. People say, well, you Crawford film. I ain't fanboy nobody. Nigga, that nigga tried to sue me. So I shouldn't really have nothing good to say about But I don't rock like that. I understand. If he felt that I was wrong, I felt that I was wrong. Square business. Cool. I don't need to interview that nigga at all. I need to get close to him for any other person. I do interview just we in the hall, you know. He crossed the path, chopped it up with Rob Parker on my birthday at the MGM Grand in Detroit. Cool as hell. Ain't trying to care him wrong. We ain't supposed to be in the casino, but like dog, Mike Tyson said it best. It ain't done like that no more. Jamal Charlo spoke for the whole generation of fighters. This is scared money, bro. They don't know how to build the fight, bro. When the last pay-per-view, man, Fury and Water was the last great pay-per-view build, build up. It wasn't nothing special about it either. They ain't go to London. They ain't go to New York. They ain't go to Vegas. They ain't go to LA. They ain't even do that for Pacquiao. Remember Floyd and Ricky Hatton went to London, came back to nation, do press tours no more. Boxing has got lazy, bro. These niggas used to go to three, four, five different cities and do press tours. And talk hella shit. And that's how the fight was built up. 
Nigga, them niggas don't even do a press tour. They ain't go to Vegas and talk a little bit. They, I understand because of the pandemic, they Zoom now. These niggas is lazy marketing boxing. Pacquiao Mayweather, they felt they was built. It was built basically off of the years of just marinating the fight. And that's how they try to do every fight. Deontay, Deontay Wilder Fury was the last good build-up fight. Had they did more press tours, A would have been better. For sure. I used to watch all the fights back in the day. Mike Tyson used to be talking. Can you be arguing with the fans? Come out there and you up. You ain't man enough to stand up here with me. These niggas don't even say nothing no more. Keith Thurman had a whole fan pull his whole card. And I ain't talking about a nigga like me. Tall. Or somebody that's cocky. Or somebody that look capable of slamming Keith Thurman. It's like a, a man, Keith Thurman 5'7". It's like a five foot four Mexican pulling Keith Thurman whole card. You know what I'm saying? Then Sean Porter come up pulling this whole card. Like, nigga, imagine a nigga pulling Roy Jones' whole card. It's not happening, bro. James Tony whole card. Nigga, drop your shit. We fight. Can you imagine that, bro? You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine that, bro? Imagine to imagine nigga pulling up on Floyd in his heyday. Can you imagine that, bro? If you heard the stories that I heard about Floyd Mayweather Jr. back in the day, bro, not just the skating ring story. Floyd, man, if they had social media when Floyd was doing what he was doing in Vegas, bro, Floyd would be up under the penitentiary, bro. It was rumored Floyd was punching random niggas on the strip. The same shit Adrian Brown are doing. Allegedly. Come on. Shit crazy. Crazy, bro. Crazy. Bro, with well, these niggas without social media, man, a lot of these. Man, bro, Mike Tyson would have been tremendous. Imagine like Trevor Burbick. Imagine Trevor Burbick, bro, drop kicking a nigga with social media, bro. Oh my, off the car. Off the car, bro. And then, you know, people say, well, you can tell they didn't grow up on wrestling. Or whatever the situation may be. Right? But damn, if you grew up in the hood, bro, you even the nerdiest nigga know how to talk junk. Even, even the nerdiest person used to know how to talk shit, bro. Nowadays, these dudes just be on hush mode all day. Bro, they disrespect fighters all day. We disrespect fighters on YouTube all day. He said Gary Anton Russell is being compared to Aaron Pryor. Bro, I, bro, I mean, he's a very smart guy to finish Battle Victoria. But he got a lot of long way to go. Aaron Pryor, the baddest mofo, man, that walked, one of the baddest mofo walked by. And Mike Tyson. But with substance. Like, he won big fights. You talking about the black bottle? So be it, bro. Canelo was Popeye. He came back and beat him without the black bottle. Lexus Abreu. Man, they didn't have years worth of call-out videos. Every angle we have the nerve to say they didn't do enough. What you mean? They didn't do enough. They didn't do enough. 
They didn't. If they did enough niggas hop in the hop in the, the ring, and then if they did do enough, then we don't. They don't have enough pride, bro. They don't have enough integrity. Nigga, put an arm around your mom, yo, 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 daddy, yo, mom. What you doing, bro? Come on. They didn't watch the videos of how it do it after they failed. Either they called out or they got a fight. We're watching videos after watching multiple fights. Time. My thing is, you're not doing it enough, bro. Like you getting in the ocean, like Bud, and say, "We're real, that we're real, that we're the big fish at." You got to build on that, bro. If I got, if I got to come, to, if I got to go to your gym, nigga, and sit out there till I open the doors and have my camera crew roll, that's what I got to do. Shout out to the glitch realm. Salute, love that name, bro. I don't even. Uh, I don't believe that, bro. I'm just saying. You see, Derek James said blue. Uh, say the say that the blue blood on the interview. I want you to speak. Say what he said. Blue blood. I'm drinking. We ain't doing no seven hundred thousand. I ain't believing that mush mouth motherfucker, man. I believe in mush mouth. I didn't can't even talk. I ain't doing no seven hundred thousand, nigga. Show me. Send me that, bro. Send me that. My all my hit the link tree link. You send it wherever you want to send it. I'll get it. I just signed back into my, my business account on uh, Facebook. I wonder if Crawford really pull up on Spitz Neighborhood doing donuts and then whip. Man, I'll pull up to that nigga. I'll be dead. Man, I'll be just so disrespectful, bro. It'd be all love at the end of the day. But if you want to be like Kenny Porter and it ain't all love, so be it. Nigga, I ain't losing no sleep. I ain't losing a damn piece of sleep, bro. I will disrespect your ass. Nigga, like, it is what it is. Like, bro, Crawford just waiting for a dream to come to him. It ain't how it go. I go up to Jerry James Jim and walk in that bitch and start hitting the bag, nigga. And throw some money in the nigga lap. They brought up Manny to Floyd. Every press conference that fight happened, the call-out fight for Canelo, and every uh, and everyone gets mad who called him all the time. Said, man, nigga, man, Arizona Laura went up there. If I got to follow Canelo into a restaurant, and I was like, Shannon Briggs, nigga, I want the fight. Why you ducking me? Laura took the mic from the nigga. He had to fight Laura in front of the media. I'm a where there's a will, there's a way. Then you at McDonald's in the parking lot in the drive-thru. Bitch, what's up? What's up? <laughs> Man, if I gotta get an ear, if I gotta rent a spot, if I gotta rent a spot in Dallas, nigga in DeSoto, if I gotta take your mom on a date, nigga, send her flowers and roses and edible arrangements, that's what I'm gonna do. You see how Tony Harrison talks shit to Jamel Charlo? That's a regular thing. You go to Detroit, you go to the rec center. What well, I don't know if they do that no more. You in school, you know what I'm saying? You you at the basketball court. That's a routine thing, bro. I ain't I wasn't, I can't say I wasn't. I was born with the gift of gab. My, my mama holds out of family comedians, bro. But you learn the gift of gab. You learn that shit. Man, I was in the court, like kind of refereeing two kids playing, naturally talking shit, nigga. Like where I come from, it's natural. It's natural, bro. And if you if you're gonna take a lot of L's and, and, and playing the dozens or capping, you're gonna take some L's, bro. But you're gonna learn. I had a PhD in, 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 in talking ish. Tony Harris did come from the he, he his gym is in the same round neighborhood. I mean, you gotta talk ish, bro. Especially when you poor, nigga, when you ain't got the best clothes, nigga, them be the best niggas that Dwayne's brother be the best ones to talk shit. Them niggas undefeated. What's going on, Joey Chas? Salute, bro. He said, 
they just called Andre I stupid and made fun of his butt after calling him out running on him and he can't get this. Man, Andre, bro, I did a video today. Eddie Hearn is lying about sending niggas offers. Eddie Hearn is lying, bro. Eddie Hearn never sent Charlo, Jamal Charlo, a $7 million offer. I don't know what video I said that in earlier, but it was the, uh, hold on. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, more, I got a Jamel Charlo video coming. It was the, uh, I don't even know, bro. Hold on. It was the, uh, I don't even it, hmm. Oh, it was the Eddie Hearn Demetrius Andrade video. Yeah, he didn't even see Charlo $7 million offer. That's a lie. I don't know what the dollar amount was. It was a 7 and 10. He still ain't saying David Benavidez his offer neither. Eddie Hearn, man, them niggas don't want to fight. And Spence only has small uh, time to not small tear not detached. He came out and said, and everyone saying that for sympathy. Shame that said that to me too, bro. I ain't heard that one. They're too friendly in the sport of boxing now. Too much sparring one another now. They're best friends and cousins. See, will bro, man, dog, no, we got the wrong boxers in the social media era, nigga. Real talk. You got the wrong boxers, bro. Imagine Deontay Wilder drop kicked Anthony Joshua off a car. <laughs> like, bruh. Bruh. Like, come on. Come on. That shit crazy to me. Come on. And they talking about, well, uh, that's not how, how it's done anymore. Niggas always done like that. What if Brian Castanos came around and put his arm around the Charlo mother, mother? Nigga be mad as hell. It wouldn't even be no, it wouldn't even be a 12 rounder, nigga. That should be happening in the crowd. What's she crazy to me? He should do a billboard idea you had. He should do a billboard. I been saying that. He should do a billboard. Uh, but man, come on, Ski. You know, you take money to make money. Shout out to Jankos. I should do a billboard. This nigga ducking me. Crawford, Crawford could tip where he at, bro. I'm telling you. He ain't doing enough. You heard it here first. I'm consistent. When you go to a Tyson Fury press conference, even if the nigga don't, the other fighter don't show up, you get a show. You know what I'm saying? And now he's knocking people out. He damn near the complete package. It's crazy, bro. And people and people arguing on Twitter talking about, well, you know, this ain't how it's like, bro. You can really, if you really pay attention, you can really pay attention to the the, the new age fight fans. You can find them, bro. I've been watching boxing for 30 years since a nigga came out the womb. So I came out the womb, bro. And I said, my grandmother, my parents got me into, my grandmother got me in sports. I've been watching boxing since, man, dude. I've been watching it forever, bro. Forever, man. I used to study these fighters, bro. Literally. I study how Floyd can be Pacquiao, or Pacquiao can be Floyd. Study the Aaron Pryor and shit, bro. Study the tutorials. You know what I'm saying? Use the tutorials. Be on some Brandon Briggs type of his facts. He even, even though Tyson got whooped, got his butt whooped, I think he had the best call out of all time against Lynx Lewis. Niggas biting kids, diapers and shit, and shorts and stuff of that nature, bro. 
And they get in here and they do all of this and never fight. And never fight. And one of the reasons they say this this fight never happened was because somebody accused. Well, I said I don't want to speak on the dead, but somebody accused somebody being on pigs. How about that? And that's why I find that that was the excuse. I, you you figure it out. Remember when Zab knocked out that guy in the dice game back in Miami? Man, little bruh. Zab said he routinely knocked out niggas two or three times his size. I'm gonna find an interview. Somebody was interviewing Zab. He said, man, that was asking about uh, Michael Jai White. I think it was a uh, Snitch TV, DJ Snitch TV, and um, he was interviewing Zab like last year. And Michael Jai White had the interview. You know how he do the flashback. And Michael Jai White say uh, Floyd could knock him out. He had just I'll point him in a decision in a boxing match. And Zab said, "Well, nigga, I knocked out niggas two or three times my size routinely." He said he did that routinely, bro. Like Zab, Zab a street nigga. You know Zab is the baby out the bunch. His dad's a kickboxer by trade. You know. So we sit here and ain't no color, ain't no color on these. It ain't even that. Like they said, well, I, I can't get the fight. It was an interview with Joel Diaz. He was talking about uh, why top fights don't happen in boxing no more. He said, I, I've seen it. I'm, I'm gonna have to find. It. He said, I've seen it happen before. Where a, a fighter get in there and they ask for ten million dollars, and that's how the fight doesn't happen. They price themselves out. At that point, I'm trying to disrespect you, bro. Ain't enough disrespect in boxing, bro. One of the last bad blood like where niggas had two problems. They had a problem coming into a, the uh I said their first fight. When you see like two people really have a problem with each other, like we have a real beef with each other, it don't happen no more, bro. It's a picture of these two niggas and the other PBC fighters line playing a basketball game together, LA Fitness or some shit. I remember when Vernon Parrish and uh, Tim Coleman fought. It was legit bad blood. They earned each other's respect at the end of the day. Remember when that when Lance Lewis and Hasin Robin tore up the studio during the interview? Bro, they don't build them like that no more. The Moan Dan, they don't build them like that no more. And Jocelyn said, "Any only fighters could talk on elite level. You ain't lying." And Blair Cobb trying to take that uh, that trophy uh, from AB. The nigga Earl Smith and Terrence Crawford don't have no colorism. Even though if they get into a fight, it's going to be a great fight. Look at Floyd. Floyd had a dozen fucking boring fights in a row, bro. And people still bought him. Why? Because every time he had a boring fight, Floyd to get on 24-7, Floyd to get to the press conference, talk a lot of ish and reset boxing fans' mind. We had a ton of really good fights in boxing. No matter if it's a low-level fight, a fight we think we want, a fighter wasn't going to win or we know he's going to upset. It's a really good fight, bro. And nobody sees it because it, it's not built up. The PBC, ESPN, top rank, the zone don't market it. The zone probably literally have great fights on there all the time. I don't know. But they legitimately have probably great fights on there all the time. But nobody knows about it because they lack the marketing. It's, it, when PBC first started, it was a, a ton of great fights on PBC, bro. A ton of them, bro. But they was on the undercard, like when Marcus Brown for a hot rod. You know? You know? Remember Floyd stole Oscar De La Hoya's uh, gym bag at the press conference? Remember they would say, remember Oscar De La Hoya had his dogs uh, 
on 24-7 flu. was like, who want to see some dogs? Who <laughs> care about some dogs? America want controversy. <laughs> America want controversy. Floyd ain't come, Floyd ain't, Floyd ain't getting no love and get a whole bunch of pay-per-views because niggas love Floyd. And Floyd detached himself from top rank and got, got out of that uh golden boy syndrome and started being himself and talking ish. This is why he blew up and it wasn't because he beat Delahoy. He didn't beat Delahoy in tremendous fashion. 24-7 is where Floyd made his bacon at. This is what Floyd made. This is what Floyd made a career at the press conference of 24-7. He destroyed Oscar Delahoy. Delahoy had this face every time. This is what Floyd made his bacon at the press conference in, in the uh 24-7. 24-7 was the best idea known to men in boxing at the time. Blair Cox can talk to you. He can. He'd be, you know, he got a win tomorrow. No, taking anything away from Zab, but those guys wasn't as skilled as him. Sports Channel Cash Up Dollar Sign CJ The Zone got good fights, good highlights, quick elbows, plenty of interviews inside behind us. Seeing concerts, but nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows because they don't market. Out of all, all the apps that you can get, right? You can get an app from uh, Hulu, Disney Plus, just add mature content, uh, Netflix, Sling offer cable, YouTube offer cable now, Tubi for the free bar. What else you got? You got a whole bunch of different apps you can get. Paramount Plus, you can get the Showtime, everything. Who the think about the Zone app, bro? Who will you get a fire stick? Who thinking about the, the Zone app? Not a nigga in the world. You can jailbreak fire sticks and do whatever you want to do. Tell the interview was pulled, was on pull counter boxing uh, with Blue Blood and Derek James. He said the spin supporter said, man, nigga's a liar, bro. You can tell him I said it. And he can't train for shit neither. He a man. He really ain't no good trainer neither. When he get in there, when he get in there with Ishmael Silas, I give if he be if Spence beat Ishmael and beat Ugas and he make an adjustment, I give him a good trainer. He's a solid trainer, but he not he not top ten trainer around by far not. All his fighters fight the same, and it's all you know. I'm not gonna diss the man. He's a brother. Trinidad and Fernando Vargas have black blood. True. Trinidad left hook rang bells off that nigga head, man. Trinidad, if you want to see Trinidad left hook, that's the, <laughs> at his best. That's one of the fights to watch. CJ, you've seen that Spence interview just dropped. He's talking about uh, Duck and Bud again. I don't need to be on. Send that to me, bro. Talking, is that in a fight hype interview? I watched it, but I kind of watched it. I kind of watched it. But I really wasn't. I was doing something else, bro. So, I mean, it is what I told y'all what it is, man. He's, he's a hoe. It ain't all the different thing about it. He's a ho-ho-ho. You want to get a ho-ho? I've been told all about that, man. PBC was leaking stuff out about him, bro. That's a natural fact. That's an actual fact, bro, that people at PBC was leaking stuff out about him, bro. I told y'all, man, nigga, I don't wish no good in a boxing ring on Errol Spence, bro. I wish all bad on him in a boxing ring. Told y'all that, bro. It's common sense, like the rapper. A lot of niggas didn't even know Common the whole name was the Common Sense. I told y'all he's a fruit loop, bro, when it comes to boxing. 
Nigga should be fighting females boxing. Probably still lose to Christian Shield. I can't stand that nigga, bro. Tell y'all, man, I don't like him, bro. When I found out about him, bro, that's why I ended up leaving the LDBC because niggas like sneak dissing you and shit. And I like, man, bro, you got you, man, you got a problem with me, bro. You ain't gonna sneak this me. I ain't gonna say nothing about it. You crazy. You crazy. You crazy. Niggas crazy. They crazy. And, can't, and you never know. It's like, bro, like none of them niggas ever come for me on that because I will slay them, bro. I have a PhD in talking shit, bro. Like I said, I don't have no issue with all of them, bro. It's a lot of really good dudes over there for sure. A, a, lot, of, a lot of good dudes. A lot of good dudes. I'm never gonna lie, bro. Some solid dudes over there, but just with some uh they just with the wrong crew, but I never told a nigga like uh I never told none of them niggas ever to leave, bro. Never. I never was like, well, you you know you need to leave. Never. If somebody tell you that shit, I never told nobody, oh man, you should go ahead and leave and join. I don't even want to have no damn community. <laughs> That's a lot. But I, well, you know, F them. F them. Because you know, most of these don't know shit about boxing anyway. 7 they used to know what he was talking about, but he let Negro penetrate his mind. You know, Negro took over the whole community. He didn't get on, still don't know to this day. That's why shit, niggas from Milwaukee can't be a black black leader. Niggas don't know what's up. Boxing is a general has a, a marketing at all. They lazy. Shane can't go to Shane got to go to the uh, he said Shane can't go to the mall. Shane is big bear. He can't go to the mall. That's <laughs> classic man. That nigga said man. Yeah, yeah that nigga said man. He was saying something about Shane. He said, Shane was like, he don't fight for money. He said, dummy. He said, we are prize fighters. Dummy, we fight for prize. They had Shane just looking dumb, bro. Like, bro, 24-7. 24-7 was more entertaining than the 90% of boxing right now. 24-7 with Floyd, bro. Showtime be trying to duplicate that, but Showtime can't duplicate that because they don't have the players in the game. Floyd gave Mosey one of the most vicious verbal. So you ain't lying. You know, when he got my boy, we used to watch it every week. He used to come over and shit. Watch it every week, bro. That's when I first, this is like when he fought Shane, that's when I learned to start streaming fights, even back then, right? He was like, you know, he fought McGill. He said, you know, I know Floyd was talking shit to McGill Cotto. After the fight, he said, yeah, I see why he want to talk to the McGill Cotto. Sir Earl and the we'll see Doug Moore. I mean, it's pretty, was it the, the, uh, the interview he was talking about? Was that the, uh, El Boogie, was that the fight hype interview? Let me know. Bryce, he said, they still be sneak this and that fight. Like, you ain't lying. He said, what's good? Was salute. Yeah, I got that. Hey, yo, 24, Flame on. I got that. Uh, Anejo Patron tonight, nigga. I'm putting something special in there tonight. Boy, I got it from TikTok. It ain't no crack cocaine or shit like that. Sean wants to ram like a hemi real quick, though. But, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, man, shit. Mom, Ali was calling Joe Frazier a monkey. <laughs> uh, he's calling Joe Frazier a monkey. Disrespectful out of pocket. You can't call the great Joe Frazier a monkey. 
A lot of people say he was the real cool one, though, but shit, you, you can't call with no nigga no muggy. Then he didn't want to apologize to the nigga face. He told his son after killing Manila that he was a great fighter. Like, nigga, you got to say it to his face. But every, every, every man got his downfalls. Real talk. No man is perfect, bro. Even though women look for perfection and they never perfect. No man got that damn downfall. Every man got his downfall. Well, shit, that is what it is. But like I said before, these dudes don't, don't man, these dudes comfortable with what they doing, bro. That's a fact. They very comfortable in their own skin. They comfortable with the money that they getting. They comfortable. They happy. So, you know, like I said before, I don't be believing in these niggas when they say they don't get the top fights, bro, when they ain't trying. Blair Cobb, the most colorful active fighter left in Tyson Fury. Who was the fighter that pulled out a gun and shot and blanks at Ali? That was uh, Sonny Liston. I think that was Sonny Liston, yep. Remember, I was looking for I was just looking for that picture where Muhammad Ali pulled up, pulled up on uh he pulled up to Sonny Liston house talking crazy. You know, and uh I think he pulled out a gun. That was Sonny Liston, I believe, yep. Yep, that was Sonny Liston, bro. Shot blanks at him. Yeah, boxing, man. Boxing used to be crazy, bro. Ricky, salute. I blame Bob Barham and uh, Al Heyman. Bob Barham got to hating on Al Heyman first. How y'all think Bob ended up on uh, Al ended up on Showtime? It's because of uh, Bob. He was hating because Al was getting more money out of Showtime for his fighters. Oh, Bob was going to do was steal the money from the fighters, allegedly. Cobb be Spence easy. Man, I think if Cobb get in there with Spence, that nigga gonna get fried. He gonna get fried. I seen that, that, that fight hype interview with Spence. I was half watching. That nigga was like he was on dope. Like he was on lean, bro. If he lose to Ugas, that'd be the greatest day in boxing in this decade so far. Real talk. That'd be, man, that'd be the best of Ugas ain't got no chance, bro. What's the biggest fight a Cuban? Make sure I hit the thumbs up button, please. What's the biggest fight a Cuban in one? Go check out Lion Killer Podcast. We were talking a couple weeks ago. He was like, man, what's the biggest fight? The thing, like, <laughs> them niggas lose all the big professional fights. They win all the amateur fights and shit. They lose all the big professional fights. That's a fact. That's a fact. They lose all the big professional fights. But, you know, it is what it is. They they stay, they stay, you don't know how old they is, bro. Some of these Cubans was in their prime. David Morrell got the best opportunity. He legit is, he probably legitimately is at the age that he's saying he is. He said he pulled up to listening house with the uh, bullhorn and the bus at night, bro. Ali Troll game was legendary. And, and Liston went out there and poop, 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 poop with the blanks. Yeah. They had a whole like little documentary on that back in the day. Probably ringing down over Donaire. That got to be one of them. Ringing down over Donaire. That got to be one of them. I was so happy ringing down when I fight. I love Donito Donaire. You know a little known fact about that fight? After that fight, bro, the funny thing about that fight. Was that the translator wasn't saying shit that Rigondeaux was saying? I forgot who told me that. Rigondeaux was talking cash money shit, and Bob was hoeing Rigondeaux after the Bob been doing hoeing niggas after the fight forever. I think it's a color thing, bro, because 
Yeah, Rigondeaux could have did more and knocked Donier out, but Rodonier held the nigga and then knocked him out, knocked him down on the left hook. Crawford out here knocking niggas out. He's still horny. Crazy. He, he getting cooked. He getting cooked. He said Yovis went pro at a good time, too. Yeah, Yovis Gomez, he just had to pull out a fight. He'll be a problem for sure at 154. Errol Spence not going to cross that train track. I don't blame him. So, yeah, that's it. It's the fight I've interviewed. Had to cut that issue off. The comment section was too crazy. Spence got some more protection. Crazy. I was watching that joint. Like I said before, Sean, people say, oh, thanks, Sean, for asking the real questions. Sean, I met him in Vegas. He cool. He said, yes, thanks for asking the real questions, Earl Spence. The real Earl Spence. I can't stand that nigga. Any, anybody that stand... Anybody that stand for what I stand for in boxing, bro, real boxing, who grew up in the real era, bro, I don't respect these niggas that, that talk like that. I don't respect niggas that talk like that in front of me. I don't respect them, bro. Hold on. Stay up, Kane. <laughs> Hold on. I got y'all on this one. Stay up, Kane. <laughs> he said, you, you niggas bleeding in my back suit shit. You see, I was back back there. Stay okay. Let's go to the comments. It's a thousand comments in here, man. Look at all this shit, man. We can start studying too big with ha 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 ha. I thought that nigga was uh, Michael McKissick right here. I thought that nigga was uh, Tia from Lopez for me. That nigga look eyes cocked like a pistol. <laughs> Maybe he's just making a face. It says so much respect to Spence. He's really he really is a warrior. Wish him the best, Leandre Robertson. Jumpman 305. That's Miami, yeah. He's the coach Malachi. That's your nigga to rule you. <laughs> so I'm excited to see Spence back in the ring. This has to be the most interesting fight right now. Yeah, please. Please. Blair the player Clyde versus <laughs> Alexis Roach is more interesting. Big shout out to Sean. You legit be asking all these fighters questions that the fans want to keep grinding. We uh grinding. We see you. He said, good stuff, Sean. Excellent interview skills. Not the same questions over and over. Hey, shout out Sean. Shout out to Sean. Earl going to look like Floyd. This, <laughs> this fight, he has all the potential and hype and fundamentals similar to Floyd. <laughs> People never thought of that. He's the next Floyd of our generation. Lord T. Bruh. Bruh. You heard this nigga, man. Bruh. I got to be his daddy, his baby mama's bitchy with now. Troy said, real talk, being himself, it don't get no better. Bro, I'm going to watch this interview again. Earl Smith Jr., cool as hell. You're in the ring with him. Good luck. Oh, gosh, you need it. Shout out to Shine for always asking the right questions. He said, Andre, you got this in the back. Spence, <laughs> fight with your soul, soul, and spirit. Your avatar can take the heat. Working on your breathing, more air. You take it, you take in better. You will perform uh, nose and mouth same time, <laughs> nigga, bro, 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 dog, dog. He said, he said, work on your snap twitch muscles. Work on your neck and your hips. <laughs> Shot straight from your shoulder. Work on your close tight punches. Also. Wide work on your time and patience. Get angry, but stay calm. Your brain will release shams, and that will make 
<laughs> that will make you perform better. You stay focused when you do. So remember, when all with you, when the crowd's cheering zone out, get the work. Your organs need to be worked out. Keep the pace and be able to perform at 110. Floyd, oh, this nigga want a whole paragraph. Nigga, Floyd knows all that too well, but bruh, bruh, this shit is, bruh, man, this, man, bruh, this nigga not losing with this fan support. This nigga, a black Canelo. Bro, this nigga wrote this nigga whole sympathy mission statement, bro. This shit is hilarious to me, bro. Bro, why don't you, why don't you just do a kill book trainer doing just drink his sweat? Earl is such a nice person. <laughs> how, how you know you're a nice person? Because he interviewed me. He thought Tiger Woods was nice. Someone will give my dude some coffee. Earl talking like he just woke up from a nap. That nigga woke up from a lean coma. That nigga dope. He was drunk when he was, he was on some type of drug when he fought Sean Porter, bro. But I got some good shit for y'all tomorrow. I promise you. I got some little videos lined up, God willing, tomorrow, bro. I swear to God, bro. I'm not even gonna even give y'all. I'm not even gonna give y'all a, a, a hint of what I got coming tomorrow for his ass, bro. Boy, I'm exposing that nigga tomorrow, nigga. He said, "I'm praying y'all get to hear the first bill uh, ring come." Yeah, facts, facts. I gotta recruit that one. Yeah, shit, this nigga. I think they be paying niggas the right shit, bro. That nigga's a fruit group, bro. Anyway. This nigga, hold on, look at this nigga, bro. That nigga ain't this nigga. That nigga probably on some lean, bro. Why would you hang around with rappers and shit like that, bro? That nigga probably in the lean coma. That nigga was drunk when he was he was on something when he was fighting Sean Porter, bro. I, you, if you really noticed, bro, he wasn't himself in the Sean Porter fight. He was not himself in the Sean Porter fight. That nigga looked like he was around that bitch wild and shit, but man, it is what it is, man. He look lifeless in that interview. Then niggas going around, uh, niggas going around looking at his body and shit, talking about how jacked he is. I'm, nah, look how jacked he is. Look at his body. You know, what? What? He looks like he's on weight. And Spence looks like he's going to do some damage. If he do, salute to him. I don't rate Ugas at all. Nigga had a, a debatable. That nigga had a debatable with Abel Ramos, bro. I don't rate that nigga Ugas. I don't think much of Ugas, nigga. Back in the day, that nigga be a fucking journeyman. Nigga, he be Bobby Heyman, Al Heyman, bro, brother, bro, brother. I don't rate Ugas, bro. At all. I don't respect his skill set, nothing like that. Rate that nigga, man. These niggas pumping up Ugas. He loses Ugas. Earl Smith's the most overrated fighter of all time. Support the channel. Venmo, CJ, good people. Three for your boy. Smith's uh, finding better ways to say he don't want. You ain't lying, boy. This, this picture said a whole nine. Well, I can't fight you because, nigga, I don't want me to do this. Whoop, 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 whoop. I need 50 million. I need 300 million. You know, my Colin gave birth yet. She scheduled to give birth in 2024. That nigga said, that nigga, man, get out of here, man. That nigga's a bum, bro. He's a bum-ass fighter, bro. I swear to God, bro. He ain't nothing, bro. I promise you, he a basic-ass. only reason he even a world champion because he's a southpaw. That's it. 
If he was orthodox, nigga, he wouldn't even be a world champion, bro. He is basic. He don't do nothing special. That nigga barely can throw a right hook. He don't do nothing special, nigga. Nothing. Nothing. He just bigger than everybody else. That's it. If he was in that generation not too long ago with Kodo, Margarito, Zab, Shane, uh, who else was in there? Uh, 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 any of them niggas would be him. Corey Spinks. Any of them would be him, bro. Any of them. He's nothing special about him, bro. And to think he was, I don't think he was going to be the next Floyd. Nothing special about him, but he a southpaw. Nothing. Nothing. His coach don't work on They do the same. Even worse, Kell Brook, when he was in trouble, they keep doing it. If Kell Brook was, was in better condition, he, you know, he's just, he beat Kell Brook because he stepped up the pace. That's it. We've never seen the kill. Errol Smith that fought Kell Brooks, uh, Lamont Peters, Ucampo, Bundle. We've never seen that Errol Smith again. Never. Never. And then people say, well, it's the weight. I can see it being the weight, but we've never seen that Errol Smith again, bro. And he beat Ugas up good. Good. I ain't mad at it, but Ugas, yeah, he's a C fighter. Ugas ain't nothing special. Nigga lost a mere mind, bro, for God's sakes. Nigga lost a young master. How you put 100000 I ain't putting a dollar on the old guys. I ain't putting it. New Cubans lose every big fight, bro. That's how we should have knew Gamble is going to lose to Terrence Crawford. You tell them niggas a pay-per-view or, or a good event, them niggas losing. CJ got, uh, EJ got a caveman style. Yeah, he's basic. Bro. I can't even really – like, who can you really compare to him? Like, he reminds me of Kovalev, honestly, bro. That's who remind me of. He remind me of a black Kovalev. That's it. Kovalev was a good one-two puncher. Really didn't have a great hook, lead hook. That's who remind me of Kovalev. But Kovalev was a better puncher than, than, than Earl Spence. That's who he is. He ain't nothing but a black Kovalev. He I can't even say he's triple G. I can't really call him Kovalev. He can't punch. He ain't no big puncher, niggas. He's a great body puncher. I was watching somebody posted some highlights of uh, it was a year to the day, a couple years to the day, whatever it was, a few years, and him fight Mikey Garcia. Then niggas, they talking about oh, he's a monstrous body. He was hitting Mikey Garcia with some great body shot. Why he didn't drop the nigga? Why he ain't drop him? Nigga ain't no great body puncher, nigga. Like great body puncher, you know, nigga hit you in the body, you get down and start. Man, nigga ain't even Kovalev, bro. Like. Like, bro, he Kovalev with Glufkin without the power, bro. He ain't nothing special, nigga. Basic, bro. Basic as hell, nigga. When you get that new car, you just get the basic words. Straight up and down. Nothing. Nothing. He, he don't even have no courage, bro. He basic. And his trainer ain't shit neither. Keep telling y'all, bro. Like, when I'm just hearing him give advice, he just keep doing what you're doing until it works, bro. If he fights somebody that know what they're doing, bro. He gonna get knocked out, bro. He go. He's a basic fighter, bro. Nothing different. He but he can box on the back foot. No, he can't. He boxed the lightweight on the back foot. If he can box on the back foot, why did he box Sean on the back foot? Fist fight. Yeah, like he basic, bro. Like he vanilla, bro. He really should just be a white fighter, bro. That's what he remind me. He remind me of a white fighter. Spencer, he's not even a like, bro. He just like I said before, it is what it is. You say a volume puncher, trash, trash. EJ hit Porter with over four low blows. Man, 
You want to see a fight that got low balls. Joseph Abeko versus Abner Mars. At least Mars rematched the nigga, though. He be throwing low blow. Well, yeah, you gonna get that from a body puncher, though. I, I will say that, Demon Damon. You get that from a body puncher, man. You know, sometimes the cut be high, sometimes the cut be low. That's gonna happen when you consistently go to the body like that. But my thing is, he be hitting niggas with low blows and all type of body shots, and they don't even drop to the canvas. They don't even be dropping to the canvas, bro. Like, man, like I said before, he ain't shit but Ugas, the right handed Ugas. <laughs> I'm talking shit now. Come on, but let me get out of here, man. I appreciate y'all, man, for being patient. He remind me of Margarito. Yeah, 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 yo, Don Don, I can see that, bro. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. He do remind me of Margarito. I think he a little bit more straighter with his punches. Margarito can kind of loop a little bit. I think he more crisp and straighter with his punches. I think he might have a little bit more snap than Margarito. I think Margarito got more uh, aggressiveness, though, in my opinion, bro. I think Margarito fought with more heart. Because the Spence don't have a heart. But I appreciate y'all. You can listen to this the next day on uh, on Spotify or Anchor. Both my links in the description. Appreciate y'all. Y'all support the channel. Just share the video. Thumbs up the video. Subscribe to the channel. Subscribe button. Like, comment button. Peace.